A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to Forever 35, a podcast about the things we do to take care of ourselves. I'm Kate Spencer. And I'm Dori Shafrir. And we're not experts. We're not. Mm -mm. We're two friends who like to talk a lot about serums. And this is a mini episode where we hear from you and we share your comments and thoughts and answer your questions to the best of our ability. Please remember, we are podcast hosts. We're not experts. We always encourage you to seek support first and foremost from a medical and or mental health professional as needed. Now, should we just hop right in here? I love when we hop right in. Let's hop. It's like, all right, we're just going to get down to business today. Wow. Let's just buckle up <laughs> and hit the road. We received okay. this very funny text. This is one of my favorite things that happens to other people. But when it happens to me, I am mortified. <laughs> So a listener wrote to us this week and they said, I thought you might get a kick out of this. At my daughter's music class, the teacher's phone died and I offered to connect to his Bluetooth speaker to play the song he wanted from YouTube. But as soon as I connected, you two were blasting over the speaker talking about digital organization. Could have been worse, but still obviously made me freak out and scramble to turn it off. I love that so much. Now, this when this happens to me, I want to crawl in a hole. Is this something that happens frequently? No, but I will say like when I am working in a public place and I am editing our podcast episodes, like I turn one on to listen to and my headphones have not connected. Sometimes it will be like full blast. One of us talking or like the music intro music of the podcast blaring. And then I'm like frantically you know, trying to turn it down. And so, yeah, so occasionally this does, this does happen. Or like I go to put on some music in the house and some podcast starts blasting over speakers. And it's obviously like when I'm talking about something inappropriate or somebody else talking about something ridiculous. Anyway, I love this. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, look, it is, it is mortifying. I agree. We see you listener. We see you, but thank you for listening to us. And look, maybe you made that teacher a podcast listener. I was just going to say, do you think we got any new listeners from that little mishap? I hope that music teacher is tuning in right now. Me too. We Hello, welcome music you. teacher. Hello. <sighs> All right. Here's another email. Hi, Kat and Dora. What are your thoughts and feelings around book clubs? Are you in a book club now? Have you been in them in the past? If so, any recs on starting one? Who to invite? How to keep them going? How to have a chill but engaging discussion? My book club deteriorated with COVID and strict Bay Area lockdowns. And by now, so many people have moved, had babies, et cetera, et cetera. 
I'm debating about whether I want to start a new one. So I'd love your thoughts as fellow book and reading lovers. Mm, I have been in book clubs in the past and I had really wonderful experiences. Um, I think my thought here would be to put together a group. I, I think you have to decide what you want. Do you want a true book club where people are really gathering to discuss the book or do you want a hangout sesh with people you like? Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes that is what book clubs become. And the folks who are there for the books, I think sometimes get annoyed if that's, if it's not that. So I think that is spot on. I just think like be realistic about what it is that you want and then make sure everybody that you invite is on the same page. And I do feel like one way to kind of make it more book focused is say you invite four people and then ask them to invite somebody like that they know that may not be like part of your insular friend group. So the focus, you're really getting to know each other through the books and not like, you know, it's like your circle of besties coming together, unless that's what you want. But like, I know if like my core, like five closest friends got together for a book club, we would just like sit and and shoot the shit, I think. Yes. Um, The other thing that I would say, and I agree with everything Kate has said is one thing you might consider is like a themed book club. Yes, Dory Preach. So whether that's like a romance book club or a mysteries book club or like a history book club or, you know, a Los Angeles book club, like that can also be a fun way of kind of focusing it and bringing together people who at least have this shared interest because I do sometimes find that in the sort of like general interest book clubs, people often have very different tastes and which is fine. Like you don't want everyone to have the exact same opinions on every book, but it also can make it frustrating when you're choosing books because people, you know, some people are like very serious literary fiction people and, you know, and some people like it's just it's kind of nice, I think, when you have a theme because then you're sort of like you're you're at least unified around this one thing. That's a great idea. Good call. I uh, a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours had a romance book club going for a while and that I was in that and that was super fun because it was all people who like we all wanted to be reading. Like we're all hardcore romance readers and so Right. That's yes, really fun. It was really enjoyable as opposed to me being in a general book club and always being the person who's like, "Do we want to read romance?" and everybody being like, right. "No." Right. Right. And like I am technically in a book club, but like it's not I was sort of like added I was actually added when my book came out because they they had me come and talk to them. And it's all people I, I some people I knew pretty well and then other people I like kind of knew, but it's not like my friend group. But they were like, Do you wanna they asked if I wanted to join? And I was like, sure. But like, it's, it's not, I haven't been able, it's also like not in my neighborhood. I haven't been able to go for a long time. Um, people have like very different tastes. Remember, I, I suggested red, white and royal blue, which is like a favorite. And I'm not, you know, I'm not a big romance reader, but like, I do enjoy a romance every once in a while. And there were a couple of people in the group who were like real snobs about it. And I was just kind of like, ooh. I don't know if I can like, like, it's tricky, right? Because it is that whole thing of like, well, we don't all have to like the same stuff. And I respect differing opinions. 
But the way they were talking about it was just sort of like, ooh, this is like, I don't love, mm. I don't love this vibe. So I feel like ever since then, and that was like two years ago, <laughs> I've been a little, wait, was that, or was that even like pre-pandemic? I, mean, I don't what know. Is time? Ever since then, it's not been the same. Well, I also think you just raise a good point of like expectations about commitment because there is nothing worse than being the person who read the book and nobody else read the book like, or being the person who didn't read the book. I, like it just, it's like being flexible and understanding about like people's lives and time commitments and, and being realistic about it, but also kind of, you know, being clear on what you hope to get from the book club. Yes. I mean, I would be into starting up. I would be into joining a book club, but also no, no, I take that back. I don't well, want to be in a book club. It's I think too I've much talked work. about this. I was in a different book club, um, like not long after I'd moved to LA, like I'd probably been here for like a year or so when mm. I joined this book club and it was just getting off the ground. And when it was my turn to host, like all these people had RSVP'd. And then I think like one person ended up showing up and I'd like gotten all this food. Oh, this is the worst. Like, no, this is annoying. And again, it was people like I had not put the book club together. It was people I didn't really know. And I was just like, Mm, this is not the vibe. So I don't know. So we're mixed on book clubs. It sounds we're like. mixed. We are mixed. We are honestly quite mixed. And like, I don't even know that I would want to join a mystery book club. Well, like, I just I'm thinking about that now. I don't know. Like in theory, I would love to be in a book club, but then I always remember like, I have such a hard time committing to things and getting things done on time as is with all mm-hmm. the other stuff in my life. Would I be able to polish off a book a month in addition to the books I'm reading for work and friends books and all that other stuff? I don't know. Why did I, I've made this about me? I guess what I'm saying is do <laughs> listener well, do what you asked, want. That's they true. asked what we That's thought. Fair. And you know, I will mention again what I feel like I always bring up every time we talk about book clubs that my mom has been in a book club for like 40 years. And my, with Kate's English teacher. <laughs> with, no, actually, she was my history teacher, Dory. Sorry, history. I always say English. That's okay. She was your history teacher. The best, one of the best teachers I ever had is is in Dory's mom's book club. Uh, <laughs> total coincidence. Total coincidence. But let me tell you, I almost <laughs> cried when I found that out. Um, but my mother-in-law has been in a book club for decades. And she's visiting right yeah. now. And she is missing her book club. And like it, it really means a lot to her. It's a really strong sisterhood. Yeah, same with same with my mom's yeah. book club. So, you know, I like I feel like that like my mom didn't have a huge social life when I was growing up. But book club mm, was like so she did not miss book club. So, I feel like that was modeled for me. Yeah. And yet <laughs> Where's Here your where's your book club? Book clubs. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's hard to get everybody on the same, you know, it's hard to get a large group on the same page. It is. Um, it is. And you know what? Maybe that is the secret to my mom's book club. It's pretty small. Yeah. Like I I actually feel like sometimes, sorry, we have <laughs> I apparently have a lot of thoughts. I know I have more sometimes to say. I feel like people are like, well, I'll just I'll, I'll put like 20 people on the book club email. No. And then I think that gives people permission to not go because they're like, someone else is going to go. There's so many people on this list. But if it's like five people. Keep it small. Keep it small. 
And like then, and and then, like you have fewer people's schedules to coordinate, and and don't randomly add people or let any. Like I would say, like keep the group tight because when you start yes. just willy nilly adding people, it gets a little out of hand. And I think that's yeah. the beginning of the I end was for a, the book I was club. a willy nilly ad, and you know what? I am not holding up my end of the bargain. <sighs> I should resign. Your book club's going to get an email after we record yeah. this. It's like, what? What is she talking about? A formal <laughs> resignation letter from Dory Shafrir. <laughs> uh. well, you you really tapped into something, listener. I think yeah, there are like did. best practices that people do have that that they put into place with a book club that keeps them sustainable and inclusive and fun yes. for everybody. Yes. Um, I just haven't figured out what those are, but maybe someone else listening knows. Well, okay. Whew. Wow. Goodness. Should we um, take a break? Yeah. Okay. Before we do that, you can call or text us your burning book club questions, (laughs) (laughs) thoughts, comments. Um, Are you going to see, have you, first of all, have you seen book club one and are you going to see book club two? I haven't seen either, but I think I would enjoy both. This is how I feel too. Maybe we should go see it together. I would do that with you. That actually sounds really fun. And okay. see it at like 11 o'clock on like a Thursday. A thousand percent. Done. And bring in our own snacks. Oh, always. And a big water <laughs> bottle that I'll knock over in the middle of it. Yes. Um, our email is forever35podcast at gmail.com. Visit our website, forever35podcast.com for links to everything we mentioned on the show. And we are on Instagram at forever35podcast. We have a newsletter at forever35podcast.com slash newsletter. And our favorite products are at shopmy.us slash forever35. We'll be right back. You know, Dory, we talk to a lot of really fantastic, intelligent people on this podcast. But I don't know, maybe you're like us and you want to go even deeper. I'd love to go deeper. We like to go deep. And that's not only possible with today's sponsor, but also easy to accomplish on Masterclass. Every year I get really into the classes offered and the instructors offering them. Like I'm all over the place with the things that I like on Masterclass. But this year I am very interested in the class Redefining Feminism, which is 14 lessons from Gloria Steinem. Okay. Now, they dissect issues women face in the U.S. and ways we can play a role in the feminist movement in our everyday lives. Look, I majored in women and gender studies in college. So this is right up my alley. But even if you didn't, even if you're like, this is the first time I'm hearing those words. I would argue, especially if you didn't. Yes, Get into it with Masterclass because this is the year you can really learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Go from just talking about improving to actually doing the things you've been wanting to do with Masterclass. And it doesn't have to be redefining feminism with glorious Steinem. It can be gardening in your own garden or your yard or patio. It can be learning to cook Indian food or designing a space that you love. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master like negotiation with Chris Voss or think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or maybe capture your vision through photography with Petra Collins, 
Masterclass has you covered. With Masterclass, you get unlimited access to intimate one-on-one classes with the world's best. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash F35. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash F35. That's masterclass.com slash F35. Kate, I feel like we are like barreling into summer. It's happening so fast. It is. And I feel like also with summer just come more social events. There's weddings. There's nights out. It's vacations. I mean, like all the things happening in summer. And what I love is that Honey Love has just the right thing for all those events. Feel comfortable and confident this summer with Honey Love's best-selling Super Power Short. The Super Power Short smooth shapes and lifts, giving you a flawless silhouette under any outfit with targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas you need less compression. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. Speaking of working with your bod, the crossover bra, which I'm wearing as we speak. I wear that thing every day. I do too. Uh, It's my favorite Honey Love piece. Let me let me just tell you why. Yeah, get okay, into it. Okay, do you want to tell me why? <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say like I I I don't even need to wear it to events. I wear it like the event is every day of my life. Yes, that's such a good way of putting it. The bra gives all the support of traditional bras without using any underwires and just like sidebar, I have put on some of my old underwire bras lately and been like, "Oh god, like get this off of me." <laughs> No, thank once you. you. Once you start wearing Honey Love, you're just like, no, not yep. going back. You see also, how it could like, be. Yes. Also, like summer sweat under those underwires is like, ugh, the worst. Now you don't have to worry about it. Get the support you need with the comfort you deserve and treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash forever. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com slash forever. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started. So shape your life with Honey Love. You know, one thing I think is really kind of interesting about skin, my skin, but all skin, is that like what it needs now in my 40s is not what I needed in my 30s. Totally. Definitely not what I needed in my 20s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, how are you supposed to know what your skin needs? It's hard. It's hard to know. Especially when there's just like so many products out there. The overwhelm is real. It's a struggle to even know how to get the results you want, what products to start with. This is why we're super excited to partner with Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed medications that are clinically proven to help. I have used Apostrophe. I love it. They will pair you with a board-certified dermatologist who literally creates a personalized treatment plan for your skin. I have done this a few times now. It is so easy to do their online consultation. You upload photos And like within a few weeks, I had done a consultation and received my treatment plan and my product. Amazing. And that is how I became a Tretinoin gal. I love the Tretinoin that they sent me. I love their sunscreen. Both products have been amazing on my skin. 
And you, Forever 35 listeners, can get a special deal from Apostrophe. You can get your first visit for only $5. That's at apostrophe.com slash forever35 when you use our code forever35. Now that is a savings of $15. I like that. This code is only available to Forever 35 listeners. So to get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash forever35 and click get started. And then use our code forever35 at sign up and you will get your first visit for only $5. Thank you, Apostrophe, for sponsoring this episode. You know, the weather's getting warmer. So I, for one, am ready to say goodbye to my jackets and my sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I'm right there with you, Kate. And you know what I actually, actually, I donned double quince the other night. I've got to tell you. Okay. This is what's so great about quince because I feel like I have really been able to update my wardrobe like for the long haul without spending a fortune. I wore a gorgeous white tee, like a simple, perfect white cotton t-shirt from Mm. quince, but it was a little chilly out. So I threw on my cashmere hoodie. Also from Quince. Ooh, Mm -hmm. okay. Like they have basically given me a lineup of timeless pieces that I feel like keep me looking, I'm going to toot my own horn, effortlessly chic, whether it's winter or or summer. They've got premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30. You got washable silk tops, really stunning 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. Like truly, the list goes on and on. And the best part is that Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And they only work with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, something that's very important to us. So look, if you're going on a trip, if you just need to update your summer wardrobe, get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash forever35 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash forever35 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash forever35. Dory, um, let's pick things back up with an email from a listener. Okay. They wrote to us, after three therapists, I finally found a therapist I love and who has really helped me. We've been meeting either once or twice a week for a little over a year, always virtually. The problem is she is very unreliable with scheduling. She has canceled 10 to 30 minutes before our session, probably five times, has completely forgotten about our sessions seven or eight times, and has asked to reschedule within the first five minutes two or three times. She is always very apologetic and acknowledges it is her fault, parentheses, got deep into work, fell asleep, chronic pain, forgot what day it was, are the reasons... Her mother died. My therapist is retirement age. She seemed to have financial and medical issues and moved apartments this year. Is this acceptable slash should I forgive or should I find someone else? It took me two years of shitty therapists to finally find her. So I worry about starting over. I'm in a big city, so can probably find someone else eventually. I'm getting resentful about it, especially because I missed two appointments in this time period. And she charged me a miss fee, which feels hypocritical since there's no penalty to her forgetting canceling last minute or during the appointment many more times. Please let me know your opinions. 
Um, my opinion is you should basically say everything that you wrote to us to your therapist and tell her that you're considering moving on because this is very frustrating. I like and give her an opportunity to kind of respond. That's what I would do. Kate was looking horrified as I said this. Um, I mean, you could always, I, I think this is completely unacceptable and seems like there's definitely something else going on here. And you could just say you're done. Um, but you could also tell her, Kate, you just want to walk away. I do. I think, okay. I think you have, look, I totally respect the fact that your therapist has stuff going on in her life, but like, when you enter into a relationship with therapist, it's with a therapist, it is really built on like trust and communication. And I, I am, this seems like now something that you are like, there's no trust here. Um, like not only can you not count on her to actually necessarily always be there when you have scheduled, but I do think you're getting resentful. Like, I, and I think you have a right to be feeling resentful. This is not a relationship that is conducive to like a positive therapy relationship. Yeah. And I think you can, I, I know how hard it is to find a good therapist. It's really frustrating, but this person is not um, like, they are not professionally showing up for you appropriately. Um, and you shouldn't like, I, I, this just should not be happening. I mean, it, and I understand like everybody has hard moments in their lives. I totally I want to like note that and empathize with whatever your therapist is going through, but yes, they should like, there should be some clearer boundaries and they should say, if I'm going to cancel, I let you know 24, you know, I'm going to try to let you know 24 hours in advance once or twice, like these kind of things happening once or twice. Of course, we're all human beings. Your therapist has a lot going on, but canceling 20 to 30 minutes before, um, forgot, forgetting the session eight or seven or eight times. Like that is a lot. And I know I once had a therapist fall asleep on me in therapy and that just kind of ended like the trust I felt with that therapist. You know, it just kind of, it just, it just is what it is. And so I think you can tell them, you know what? Thank you. I've loved working with you. Um, but I need some, I need someone with a more consistent schedule and I'm going to like end our working relationship and find somebody else. Bye. Yeah. I think that's fair. You don't owe her anything. No. You know, I think you communicate and set, you know, you can say, this is my last session. My last session will be next week or say whatever you want. I, but, and I think, yeah, I think you can walk away from this. I don't think this is cool. And I do. And I think, no, it's definitely not cool. Yeah. And I don't want to imply that. No, you don't. I I hope I didn't imply that it was cool. (laughs) I mean, the other thing you could do is like Dory said, communicate all of this and say like, and and do what Dory said, like lay this all out and be like, I can't, I don't feel comfortable working with you under this situation. Like, can we try to be consistent or, you know, give it another shot after communicating to this person what your expectations are as they're patient? The only reason I even suggested doing that is because this person has had such a hard time finding a therapist that they connected with. But it also feels like this therapist is not upholding their end of the bargain. Yeah. And the, you know, I totally appreciate therapists charging a fee for missing appointments or late cancels. They should definitely 
do that. But I agree with you that it feels hypocritical in this situation that there's been no penalty for her canceling on you last minute. It just feels a little off to me. Yeah. (sighs) Dory, you want to take this next email? I would love to. Hi, Kat and Dora. I'm Pamela in Arizona. Well, hello, Pamela. I've recently gotten serious about poshing my unused stuff around the house. Mm. Um, She's referring to selling things on Poshmark. Yeah. FYI. Poshing. In case people don't know. I generally take lowball offers because, one, I feel a panic of an offer never happening again. And two, I'd only get a dollar for it at a yard sale. And three, my big goal is to get rid of stuff. However, I accepted a low offer last week for an Ann Taylor new with tags dress and immediately regretted it. It was definitely worth more than $15, right? Then a few days later, the day it arrived, the buyer reposhed it. This means she can use my original photos and stated that it was time to, quote, rotate her wardrobe and she listed it for five times the price. So she got it for cheap from me just to resell it. I know this must happen and I need to move on, but I feel so used. I think now I will be I will be less ready to take the lowball offer. Anyway, just sharing another quirk of the reselling world. Thanks for the pod. It brings me so much joy every week. I think you can review the person you sell to on Poshmark. Can you? I know you can review no. people you buy from. You can, okay. Yeah, you can only review people you buy from. Uh, that feels really shady. I don't think I actually don't think there's anything wrong with this. Okay. Go on, speak your truth. <laughs> I, I, I think it's like, it feels shitty, but like people sell for what they think they can get. And she might not get five times the price. Like Mm -hmm. she could list it for $75 and it'll sit there for months and months. Like we don't know if you said it sold right away, I would be like, oh yeah, that is really annoying. But like, Everyone has different perspectives on this. Like you, as you said, your big goal is to get rid of stuff. And to me, that means like get rid of stuff quickly. It's a sunk cost. Like, could you have made, I don't know, 10 more dollars? Maybe. But like, you know, chalk it up to a to a learning experience and move on. And you got rid of it. And that was like your ultimate goal. And you made some money on it. Um so yeah, I don't know. I feel like this is like one of those things that's like annoying, but not a huge deal to me. Well, also, we don't know if this person bought the dress with the purpose of reselling it for more money or if they bought it, tried it on, it didn't work. And then they reposhed it. And that language of like, I've liked it, but I'm rotating it for something else. I know as a person who's used Poshmark that that's language that Poshmark gives you to use. Yes. It's the automatic language. Yes. So it's not that that person came up with that on their own as some sort of like um, cover for their scheme necessarily. Um, But I I understand why it bugs you for sure. But Dory, I think you're right. I think you are right. Um, And you are really the expert in this space in terms of... Well, I'm not an expert. I've just like... This, you know, what this person said, they take lowball offers, one, because they feel a panic of offer never happening again. That has definitely happened to me. me where too. like someone someone has made me an offer and I've been like, ooh, this feels low. And I've countered and they have not countered back and they have disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then I don't get an offer on the thing for like months. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm like, fuck, why didn't I just take that offer? Like, what was I holding out for? Five more dollars? You know? And 
I think like, Kate, I feel like you and I just had this conversation. We did because I just went through this on Poshmark. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share what happened? Well, because it's it's personal, right? Like I had listed yes. something. I thought the item was in good quality and I listed it, you know, more than half of what it sells for new. And they came in so low that I was like personally offended. And then I did a snarky thing where I offered like $5 below what I like. It was just like, what am I getting worked up about? And eventually I ended but up wait, selling Kate, to this person. Yeah. You admitted to me that you often send very lowball offers. Yes, yourself. Dory. Yes. <laughs> Dory. And you know what's really funny? I bid on some shoes on Poshmark the other day, low. And the person came back and offered me $1 below what they had listed it at. Like I had clearly pissed them off. And I was like, I see right. you. I respect yes. you. But I'm going to yes. ghost you now. Yeah, I get it. It's all... I mean, this is... It's all kind of a... a game. I mean, I'm in I'm in a Poshmark group on Facebook that is like mostly sellers and there Ooh. will be people who are like who like block people who send them lowball offers. Oh my gosh, no way. Okay. And I'm like that's just silly. <laughs> like well, it's not personal, right? Like and I I take things also, personally, like, but it's not. You never know that person could come back and end up giving you an offer that is worth it to you. Totally. It's I weird. I, I, it's, it is a weird it is experience weird. for sure. It is weird. It is definitely weird. Um, but all right, Kate, let's take another break. All right. When we come back, we're talking about hot rollers. You know, we have been delving more and more into the topic of our skin as we get older and how we treat it, and how we love it. Because look, as I'm learning in my mid-40s, as you get older, you deal with new things when it comes to your skin. Not that they're bad, they're just new. You know what I mean? Like I am now just discovering creppiness, Dory. Mm, okay. Which is okay, I visible know. on my <sighs> neck and chest. Luckily, it's a thing. It's a thing. Luckily, OneSkin, our sponsor today, knows all about things like crappiness. And I'm not overly concerned with aesthetics, but like I do just want to keep my skin healthy as I age. Totally. I love their topical supplements. They really help your skin feel, I don't want to say younger, but just vibrant, mm. refreshed, they combine tissue engineering, data analysis, and cutting-edge longevity science to literally create the world's most effective product to help with skin aging. I am particularly fond of their face topical supplement. It's essentially a moisturizer, but it has their mm -hmm. proprietary OSO1 peptide to really help with all the parts of our skin that are exposed to environmental damage you can use it on your face, your hands, your neck. I know here mm -hmm. where we live in Los Angeles, our hands, we're driving. That sun is coming at us at all times. OneSkin believes the Amen. purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. They really create next level skincare. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and more importantly, acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OVER50 
at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OVER50. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them and please support our show and tell them we sent you. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. All right, look, hot rollers keep coming up because there is a world of people out there using them. And I want to join you, but I'm not there yet. But here's here's some messages from folks who are into their hot rollers. Longtime listener, first time responder. In episode 384, you were talking about hot rollers. Well, I'm totally into them. I use them every Sunday before church because typically I'm not an early starter. I wash my hair on Saturday, plug in the roller Sunday morning, jump in the shower with a shower cap, get out, spray chi heat protector on my hair and pop the rollers in. I do like a beachy pattern. So you kind of need to set a set that has a lot of rollers. I like the Conair set with one and a half inches and one and three quarter inches rollers. I use a combo of clips and pins to hold them in. I also have the larger roller set for when I want a bouncier set. So then I do my makeup, let them cool as much as possible because the curls will last longer. I just kind of shake them out and place the curls, touch up with a wand if necessary, and then spray with Redken Spray Wax Invisible Texture Mist. Lasts all day. Too much info? Question mark. Love the pod. Love you all. Definitely not too much info. No. Thank you for sharing. I want to just note on like the most recent mini episode we just did, we had a listener, Barb, looking for texture spray. Maybe this Redken Spray Wax Invisible Texture Mist might be good for you, Barb, if you're listening. Good callback, Kate. Just tying it all together. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, we are going to end with a voicemail on this same topic. Good morning, Cat and Door. My name's Jen. I am a longtime listener and huge fan, as I think we all are. Um, I am listening to the episode right now about hot rollers, and my little... 80s baby heart just got so excited because I recently purchased hot rollers again for myself. Um, I have a professional job. I have to apply makeup, do my hair every day and look, you know, look the part. Um, but I'm lazy. I'm lazy at heart. Like I like a conditioner. Um, I don't want to do more stuff than I have to, to, uh, you know, please the patriarchy. So I purchased, uh, the Remington, Fine Therapy Hot Rollers from Target. And this is the same episode with our Target discussion. So I will say they are $34.99 here in South Carolina. Um, they are fantastic. I plug them in. They don't take up a lot of space. They're more upright than flat. Uh, I feel like if you look at a picture of me, you see what I mean. But I plug them in while I'm applying the powder part of my makeup. Um, and once I've got that done, I pop those babies in my hair and they sit there for about 10 minutes while I finish my makeup, take them out, put a little oil on my fingers, run it through and bam, whatever hairstyle I'm doing for the day just became so much easier. Usually I just leave it like that and people think I put in this huge effort and really 
really? I did not. So yes, I am a huge fan of hot rollers. Cannot recommend enough. Five out of five stars. You should try it. Anyway, have a great day. All the love. Jen from South Carolina. Hmm. Hot rollers. I want to get some. Okay. I have two thoughts. First of all, I don't know what size to get for my length hair. So I need to look into this. But two, like I want to get them, but I also don't want to have to learn how to do something new. I just am like so tired of having to learn stuff when it comes to beauty. And I realize the solution is not participating, but I also want wavy waves in my hair. Hmm. I just need, I just need to say this out loud. So like, I feel like learning how to roll curlers in my hair is going to be hard and I'm already like, but maybe it'll be easy. I don't know. It feels like everything is like everything hair stuff just feels like there's such a learning curve that I can never quite master. I know. Same, 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 Mm. same. But I could be wrong. Maybe hot curlers will be the thing. I'm currently scrolling around looking at them right now. So I will keep you posted. Thank you, you hot roller heads for weighing in here. Hot roller heads. Hot roller heads. (laughs) Okay. I just like to add heads to everything. It just makes it funnier, you know? It does. It does. We need a list of all your... All my heads. All your heads. (laughs) All right. This has been fun. Oh, it is. What a joy. All right, everybody. We will talk to you later. Bye.